I, I think I would get really chromed out and die. That would, sounds like a rap song. I would get chromed out, edge the f- out of psychosis, and then go, wow, you know what? I was going to f- anyway. And then just do it. Yeah, when I edge to psychosis, I'm not going to work the next day. Hell no. Just try to take down a corporation with you. Cyberpunk edge runners. Y'all wanted this? Maybe you didn't. I wanted this. Whoa. I didn't ask what y'all want. Pink, hold up, hold up. I'm gonna let you go in a minute. This is Spades, and we got someone back on the podcast. And I wanted to introduce him before you did. So we got Vanilla Nice back on. It's good to be back, guys. Thanks for the intro. <laughs> I was his friend first. Doesn't matter. I'm Kanye and shit out of this. This is why you're not invited back. Taylor Swift, you know, she got the award and everything, but Akabe's Sailor uniform really is the MVP of this year. George Bush doesn't care about isekai anime. <laughs> no, he, he really doesn't. <laughs> and I'm Franny Packin, and I'm your host of the Training Dog Podcast. Today I'm hosting uh, my oldest pals. And they're going to talk to me and tell me and you guys, the Derpy Little Listeners, about Cyberpunk Edge Runner. And I recently found out this is a spinoff, if you want to call it a prequel spinoff-y, mm-hmm. of the Cyberpunk 2077 video game. Which was a uh, massively something, we'll just say, and uh, found out it also that game was originated from like an '80s tabletop game from one of the most OG like D and D type companies. So we're gonna get into that all around it, and this short little one shot spinoff, twelve episodes, right, guys? Ten, ten, ten. on Netflix. Ten episodes yeah. came out September thirteenth or tenth or something like that of this year. So we're a little late, just just a little. No, before Bob Saget. That's true. BBS. Yeah. And what else? It just ended. We can catch it in English? Do they got it on English on that Oh, yep. yeah. Beautiful yep. dub. Absolutely. I agree with that. Ah, so they call this an ONA, like a cousin to OVA, which is not a show, not a movie, but something a little in between. Original Netflix animation? Hey, that might be it. But I think I've seen ONA a lot before Netflix started doing stuff. Though. Yeah, it's well, usually right before the word whole. Yeah, I was I was gonna say that's that's uh some something else that's uh, Japanese. Glorious. All right, so the studio is Trigger. Hell yeah! Didn't and know that. How did you not know that? It made a lot of sense. Once I, I'm I saw like it. an absolute Trigger head, so of the, course I was hyping this up from the get go. Phenomenal. Source is a game. Action, sci-fi, themes are gore and psychological, so this isn't for your average 12-year-old. It gets no. pretty intense, too. There's a lot of boobs, too. It's interesting, because the main character kind of gives me that, like, wholesome uh, Latina Spider-Man dude show that came out recently. Like, you know, kids can watch it. One would think, but uh, no, no, this is not for kids. Say Latino. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're talking about uh, Miles Morales. Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah, it's what, like. Uh, David Rodriguez, our main character in this um, one? I think, is it Rodriguez? I, I think no, his Martinez. name starts with, yeah, yeah. Jesus. It's cool. I, it's baseball. I, I, I'm a big baseball fan. There's a lot of them, yeah. 
Yeah, you and your sports anime. Mild, mild nudity, radar plus twenty five. I would, I would say it's nudity? above mild. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like, dude, like in the first episode, um, I was actually taken back a little bit because, um, uh, the one dude's like in this like VR porn thing. And he's got like an automatic like fucking flashlight on his junk. <laughs> it's, yeah. No, it's just like it's just like on his junk, just pumping as he's like in his VR world. And dude, like the fucking animation for like that little sex scene is like I, I'm not like a I'm not a big fan of like um, actual like legitimate hentai like anime because it's usually like really really low and shitty like quality and it's just not well done do like the budget that they had to put in for that was out of control yeah they're like finally the green light <laughs> I, I was just it, shocked boys. by it on netflix yeah on uh, netflix i like how you started that off it's like i don't like traditional hentai it's like, not good hey, uh, i'm cultured <laughs> you're gonna, you know, i just I like good. cyber nips that's Listen, what gets me going do like like home like like actual people like uh, that are standalone animators, like they just do it for a hobby, are like definitely better than actual hentai like uh, product. Like, what do you call them? Like producers. I, I can see that because it's that. just like cheaply made. But like, yeah, no, like this was uh, this was quality. It makes a lot of sense. It's like, it becomes work. You get less passionate, and there's probably a bunch more parameters and stuff you got to work around when you're doing like official hentai business in the community yeah it's it's typically just like shovelware basically but Sho um yeah. shovel hentai yeah yeah shovel night dating <laughs> sim coming soon <laughs> but i got one article on a, let's see if it's interesting oh kodaka also takes the opportunity to plug his okudama akudama drive cyberpunk anime so kazutaka kadoka praise cyberpunk Oh, so the creator of Akudama Drive praises this anime, which is one of our favorite cyberpunk yeah. animes as well. I still need to watch that. Oh, that was one of our greatest first picks of the season of Frontier yeah. ever. I mean, as long as you skip the OP, it's a banger. Oh, that OP is the worst of all time. Speaking of OPs, uh, I really like the one for cyberpunk. Yeah. yeah. I've been meaning to ask you guys about that. Um, the, um, uh, the, the original score director for the music is... Um, Oh shit! I, I thought of it when I was like uh, driving over here. Um, do you do you remember? Uh, nope. Hiroki Urakari? No, 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 no. That's a sound director, but I shit. don't think he's well, the. There's like another guy. Um, Akira Yakamoto or Yakamoto, Akira Yakamoto. Um, he's like a really big like um, uh, musical guy in like Japan. Um. He, I'm pretty sure it said that he did the original score in the opening credits, and he's like a big uh, uh, music guy for a lot of Japanese RPGs and stuff. Um, he specifically did like all of the music for the silent, the original Silent Hill games, and even the ones that weren't original. But uh, he does really good work. Yeah, I see him all over Spotify when I look him up, which meaning like. He has so much mainstream shit that anime stuff's buried. <laughs> I can't even That's find it right huge. away. Yeah, I mean every everything that has his name on it's typically really good. Yeah, what else we got here in this little fucking article right here? So, yo, all right, check it out, dude. It appeared to premiere. Oh, penises, man! I have to skip all this shit. 
really um, does sound just like Night City outside. Yeah. Sound-based hentai. All right. Well, you guys have a like a description, a synopsis, like uh, in your dome pieces. Yeah, I got actually a pretty good synopsis, a description of this anime. What it is? What's tell us about what what the story is going on with this one? I I know that there's no repeating characters, no. Uh, there's actually one repeating character that I know of. I've never played the game, but I know he's in it. Okay. Falco. I think he plays a part in the story of the actual game as well. I remember his name being brought up. I think I heard a voice clip of him in the game as well. Oh, let's uh for for the I don't know if it's the same for the the game itself if he is in it and he's voiced by the same guy. But for the English dub cast, um the voice actor for Falco is actually Matt Mercer, yeah. and um, I'm uh, I don't want to die without meeting him at least once, because uh, I'm always saying I don't believe in God, but I believe in Matt Mercer. Yeah, you hear that, fans? Been a little nice. Got one request, and we got to get it to him before the cyber psychosis <laughs> kicks in. <laughs> His eyes are bugging as we speak. He does not have much time. You're Huckleberry. I gotta reverse some of my chrome. Okay. You gotta reverse your chromosomes? <laughs> no. We're talking about hentai games again? <laughs> um, so, to touch on what Pink was saying, uh, f- in the game, V is contacted by Falco after inquiring about David, although players do not get to physically meet Falco. So, he's just the voice clip that you heard. Okay. And that's, that's like, the only reoccurring character that I saw. Yeah, I kind of figured that's the only reoccurring character since, uh... What about, um, what about that other guy? You know, the Smasher dude. Oh, you Adam mean... Adam Smasher? You mean overhyped? Yeah. Uh, no, I was talking to Zoidy about it after I just watched it the first time, and he's like, yeah, I started up another file, and I just beat the fucking shit out of Adam Smasher. And I'm like, oh, that's... Kind of underwhelming, but like, okay. Uh, how? <laughs> On the game? Yeah. yeah you can find him in the game and just beat him. And I guess he wasn't too a, important. There's a whole bunch of, like, posts I saw, too, on, like, Facebook groups about it. Like, this one's for David. This one's for Rebecca. Yeah, you like, can do that in real life, people, with spades from the Training Arc podcast. You can find him in real life <laughs> and beat him up. He's, <laughs> he wants to smoke. Just yeah. remember... I am the edgy anime character of the Trading Arc podcast, so come with your best smoke. Yeah, he's also got a hand grenade in his pack of noops. <laughs> I bad, would not test it. How badly do you like your Easter eggs? Come test it out, spades. Where's Waldo edition? Follow the Newport smoke, but yeah, let's get into that uh, synopsis now, finally. All right, so the story starts out as a young high school kid in this far-off dystopian future. Going to school, getting outcasted by the rest of his, by the rest of his uh, classmates, because he comes from, he comes from a real low class side of town, and this is a high class academy. I heard there's like hardcore capitalism, like the bad side of it. <sighs> this is stuff. yeah, Akudama Drive type shit. Yeah, yeah, but a dystopian uh, future. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not not too far away. Only so, fifty five years from now, really. So he's some dog millionaire with a tablet. With a tablet, and uh, he gets gets in a whole bunch of trouble because in order to keep up with the class, you had to get this new piece of uh, technology. Well, he just got a bootleg version, and it fried a whole bunch of servers in class. 
and his mom's trying her hardest. She works overtime. I think she works like a, a second job too. And she's, they, they could barely afford just to keep sending him to school. And what happens is she ends up dying in a, in a car crash, just totally something unrelated. And the kid just f- happens to find something she clipped up. Oh, I'm sorry. She is also an emergency worker. When things go down, she's the, one of the people who cleans up bodies in the streets after a cyber psycho incident. Oh. And early on in it, too, I think it's like one of the first scenes in the whole show. There's a cyber psycho going around and just laying waste to a whole police squad. And when they finally took him down, you find out his mom, who was like loading the body up, took out this really high, high-end quality military-grade piece of cyber equipment out of him. And he found that, and he wants it implanted in himself now. Real quick, I thought that um, I thought that whole whole scene where it was like the guy who had like the the um, was it the Sandy? Yeah. Um, and then like he was like you know he would get behind the cops and like basically execute them all at once. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought that was like one of the weird. Um, I'm sorry, I can't remember a lot of the terms from the show, but uh, the one guy who would like create things to like basically make. Like, have you able to like rewatch events that happen? Yeah, I thought that that was like from his point of view of him watching it in the beginning. That is, but his mom also cleaned up that mess, like yes. specifically. Um, okay, the doctor Ripper Doc, he gets all these BD chips from him, and you know he he pushes them for a little bit of extra money for himself. But he took that one and played it himself, and he's like, "Yo, Doc, this one was nuts," not knowing. That this is, like, legit fresh off the streets. That, I think it happened, like, a few hours before Dave even got that chip. Oh, wow, okay. Because his mom was, you know, he went to school the next morning, and the news was playing, and you see his mom actually loading the body up. Okay, alright. Uh, how many baby daddy chips do you guys have? Uh... None. I'm pretty much an incel. Thank you for making me real good at accumulating those BD chips. <laughs> and also, I want to mention what another thing you made me think of is psycho attacks. What'd you call that? Cyber psycho incidents. It made me think of psychopaths so much. It's like, oh, it's there was a there was a incident just like in psychopaths when they go over the certain metric where they're capable of causing a horrible crime, and then they come come for them and they freak out yeah so it's it's just not a preemptive thing like in psychopaths it's usually it's like oh this was way too late and this guy just wiped out a city block basically if you have like too much um implants and stuff your psyche can't handle it and you just start losing your shit and like going out of control you can't control yourself anymore Ah, it's like all the new Call of Duty games and all the new video games recently. Yeah. Just bugs and glitches galore. I have too many implants when I'm in the lobby and I, I lose my mind. I start going crazy. Start blasting off on people. How am I going to get more baby daddies if I don't get more implants? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's all starting to make sense. Oh, and one more thing you started to mention as this guy's singing outside. Sorry, guys. There's a parade going on outside. Uh, Just bad timing. L- Leone Abaccio. <laughs> Abaccio, yeah, uh, yeah, the police officer from JoJo's Part Five. What about him? Purple. Uh, what was his stand? He was Moody Blues. Moody Blues. Just pick it up for uh, ho- homie and his his mother just passed. She just uh, took a fucking. I really like this setup where she took 
a, a special implant. I don't know. No one knows how she got it out of there in one piece or without dying. And then he gets it secretly and he wants to put it in himself. It's probably like, reminds me of like, uh, I dare to say, uh, Destiny cassette, cassette from Tacked Up Destiny, getting that special thing from her mother from France that ended up maybe being a part of why she was able to become a special music art. Something like that. Oh, yeah, because this, the Sandevistan is like the... It's like military-grade implant. Yeah, it's it's like the the thing that everyone wants because it's not actually released to the public. Yeah, like Elon Musk's Neuralink. Yeah, except this is like way cooler and Neuro I'm, I'm not scared of <laughs> Elon Musk like reading all my lewd thoughts about him. Yeah, that's the Neurokink. You just look at someone and you can... St- See all the kinks and you can manipulate them. Oh fuck, <laughs> that can't be released Whoa. in the public. Yeah, Elon, can, stop. Where, where can I find this? No, <laughs> I'll pull your eyes out. But uh, so the the reason why the the original user of the Sandevistan, the Sandy, uh, went crazy is because it's such a high grade cybernetic implant that it started to affect his mind more than the other implants that he had. So, like, David having this is, like, foreshadowy as fuck. Yeah, it wasn't even mentioned in the review I, I listened to or the synopsis, so that's was, that's super fucking hype. Damn. Yeah, so. um, and, he, like, when he first wants to put it in, too, the doctor who puts it in, Ooh. he's, like, a back-alley doctor, and then he goes by Ripper Doc. That's who uh, Vanilla was talking about before, who with the VR porn set and the auto flesher. Oh, that's the doc. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. best character, really. He's he's pretty interesting. That's gonna be me in the future. Oh my god. Multiple I, arms, I could just change out at will. Getting suctioned off while I'm waiting for my next client. That's the future. Suctioned off. I can so picture the Back to the Future <laughs> scientist guy just. They look alike yeah, too. They getting, really look alike. When the machine keeps sucking, yeah. Yeah, his hairs up in the air. <laughs> oh, Ripper Doc looks a lot like Doc Brown, and he's got he's got like a I want to say like a Jamaican accent. Yeah, yeah, so like, heavily, dude. Have you? Chum did Sandy's gonna take your? It's gonna put your little egg brain. Yeah, he was a cool character. Oh yeah, he's in the game. Type him Is in. He? he just pops up like crazy in the game. Oh, that's shit. so cool. Well, a bunch of game pictures at least pop up. I don't know if he has glasses and he's like... Yeah, yeah. They're like goggles. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. Damn. Definitely got to play that then. I kind of want to. Like, I at first I was like... Uh, Kujojo came over when uh-huh. I was watching it one day. Like, I just finished it, actually, and I was talking to him about it. He goes, so uh, you going to play it? And I went, fuck no, I'm not paying $60 for that shit. But time went on and I'm really thinking of playing it because the San Devastins are building it. Oh, shit, I didn't know that. Uh-huh. Zoidy was telling me that, so I'm like, well, I know what I want to do now. Yeah, Zoidy only told me about, like, um, metal punching arms, like Jax from Mortal Kombat, and, like, praying mantis arms. I'm like, wow, are those the only builds? I don't want to, I definitely don't want to play now. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I want I want metal punching arms and the sand Devastand. I think why, I would actually want, like, a, a hacking build if that's a thing in there. I think it is. That'd be really neat, because oh, um, the off, anime showed me. We're getting a little off topic here, because... In the next episode, I might as well say, like, the next scene, uh, we meet best girl, wifey, waifu. Wait, wifey? Rebecca? Wait. Yeah, nah. no, Rebecca, Rebecca doesn't show up until, like, episode nah. four. Nah, we're talking about Lucy. 
Oh, you mean Manic Pixie Net Runer. Yeah, no, I got you, but like that's not best girl. No, it is. Even you said Yeah, I, I say I, a lot I like, of things. I like but... Rebecca, but Lucy definitely is the best girl. I, I can't even No, deny Lucy's that. the best love interest. Rebecca is the best girl. So but like <laughs> she's got green hair and uh Yeah, but she don't have green skin. Yeah, it looks like she's got, I don't even know, man. But she's got, she's got green hair, so Pank, no one can trust your opinion at this point. Uh, you're right, she's a short stack with massive fucking legs, too. Yeah. And a bad attitude. Alright, come on, All right, hear me out, though. Hear me out. Oh, I, gotta, I gotta say, though, when I saw um, Kiwi uh, naked for the first time, I'm just like... She's got blue nipples. I think that's a new kink for me. <laughs> kink activated. Yes. Yeah, Kiwi could definitely get it. <laughs> I wonder what that mouth do when the mask come off. Uh, it looks really scary. I know, and I wonder what it do. Oh, like Melina from Mortal Kombat? No, no it's more like... Uh, um, hollow. Yeah, it's like just the whole face piece here is removed. Yeah, just... certain someone fucking punched it off of her face, and uh, it was it was just like a gaping hole basically i mean i it's not like i haven't looked it up or anything oh you freak what happens when you get too many bd chips (laughs) so bd chips are a cool concept actually yeah no definitely definitely a lot of cool stuff in this anime um i really like how they pushed the um like futuristic technology in this compared to like some other things that you might watch where it's like like i don't even know if the game is honestly that like techie honestly i feel like the game's more of just like borderlands without the cell shading Mm. that's what i always thought when i saw it i could be very wrong though i always just thought like gta with some tech so but uh so david winds up not going back to school after the incident with the with one of the executives that uh kids oh his classmate he punches yeah. almost through a window yeah so he he's then he gets a call finding out that his mom died as soon like before this whole incident happens that's why he puts the sandeva stand into his spine uh because he finally gave up he gave up on everything he said fuck school i'm just going to go do whatever the hell i want he kind of had a spiral after the death of his mother, and that's why he ended up joining, like, the gang and stuff. I One mean, of the reasons. Do you blame him, though? Because, like, look, like his mom died. He has no money. Rent is way past due. He can't even wash his clothes, because in the future, you have to have a subscription to use your washing machine. Dude, he couldn't even afford his, his mom, like, a proper burial. Yeah. Yeah, that's like, he had just enough money for the automatic mom-in-a-can box machine. And... That sucked. Yeah, they're like, here you go, kid, and just hand him like a little baggie of her ashes, basically. Yeah. So, I don't blame him. Mom in a can. That's a fucking terrible way to describe that, but I I turned myself into a cylinder, David. (laughs) I'm Cylinder Gloria. (laughs) Uh, So, like, what what was going on with the, um... Like after he got the San Devastan, like what was he doing? He uh he was like taking the train or something, and he happened upon Lucy. He saw Lucy because like he's been seeing her. Like they show like her hair as a silhouette, and then he looks and sees her. But he saw her again that way on the train, jacking people's like wallets out of their neck. 
And then he just went, well, he just kind of gave up whatever, none of my business and turned his head. But as soon as he felt his pop out, he used the sand devastand to like grab her hand. Right. And that's when she's like, okay, come with me. She's like talking to him. She's like, yo, you're messing up my gig, dude. And then they ended up working together. So she'd just start popping wallets out and he would just grab them all. He's got like a dozen in half a second. Yeah. Yeah, he's definitely got a got a pretty OP implant there. The the both of them are like really you could tell this was an anime cuz like the both of them are just like wildly powerful in like their own skill set. It's really dope to watch them work together on the train. There's part of me that wishes those scenes went on longer. Then it gets uh to the to the part where she or he, you know they're working together for a little while and then she brings him back to her place. Well, no, that's after they get off the train, and he's like, yeah, let's hit another one. She's like, yeah, sure, next train's coming, and like his nose just blasts open, starts pouring blood everywhere, and he just passes out and starts sliding down the steps. She brings him to the docks, and he's like, David, you can't do it more than two times a day, man. And he's like, yeah, but I did eight. <laughs> so they, they tell you really early on that like this thing that fried some, like, general's brain in a military david's popping this thing like it's spades with a bunch of advil like this ain't nothing uh-huh. to poor little davy remind me of one of the like a really hardcore brutal nosebleed seeing a hot girl scene it, it was very much like that it's, it's similar to that the stairs in, instead of him like, like being horny though it's like his brain fucking melting from like the stress of this augmentation oh so it's just like being horny yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, so. I was just about to say that I his, his neurons activated <laughs> what you don't get overly augmented when you're horny yeah me <laughs> but uh nah it's it's really um he's a he's a special boy because like it's like all oh, these like huge jack dudes and stuff like can barely handle this and like they're like oh well, you're a scrawny you can't but like you know he pops this shit like eight times in a day and he's just like he got a little nosebleed yeah got got to take a nice ambulance ride with his new girlfriend oh my god that scene was insane that scene made me go oh no i totally understand why he falls for her <laughs> i would have too she literally they find out that he's got this in sandevastand and they're like, oh, we're not taking him to the hospital. We're just going to, you know, take him to get that shit ripped out because it goes for a lot of money. And Lucy's like, nah, I'm good. Kicks open the door of the of the fucking ambulance. And she's riding the fucking bed that he's on, on the fucking highway. And I'm just like, I'm in love. <laughs> so like her vehicle in Mario Kart would be a stretcher. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Dude, writing it backwards. I gotta say though, on the uh, subway when they first met, the voice actress for Lucy, uh, Emmy Lowe, I, I don't know, I'm probably butchering that name. Mm -hmm. I don't know what it is, but honey, the way you said bad boy, oh, I I was like, all right, I guess I gotta finish this show now. Had had me percolating in my chair. (laughs) Damn, turned pig to a French press. But I'm uh, Polish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the the voice acting overall was really good for everyone. I think. Yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of wild that like Aoi Yuki was also the voice for Lucy, 
but I didn't want to watch it in Japanese. That's how you know a dub was good. But oh, mm-hmm. Well, yeah, Netflix gives the good dubs. I really liked um, Maine's voice actor too. He did a really good job. He killed it. Maine was such a cool character. I I don't know if you guys know like like uh, Final Fantasy VII too well but he basically reminded me of barrett and i thought that was so cool yeah he's barrett who still has both hands and a gun yeah 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 you're right it's dope as hell dope as hell yeah real he's shame. the captain the big big leader captain yeah reminds me of giga uh, chad i like uh space not space dandy but cowboy bebop the chef oh oh jet but even more so um that cowboy anime no the pi- the modern pirate anime with one piece no <laughs> black lagoon also had a big burly i know leader man i know who you're talking about i don't remember his name i almost said rock but that's the main character yeah but that's the vibe main gives me i never i can't say i've ever watched uh you said it was Black Lagoon? Yeah. Nah, I, I never checked that out, but... Oh, um, it's good. Revy, the ultimate butchy waifu. Oh, wait. Yeah, we, we watched we watched a little bit of that with... Uh, Classic. One of the we greatest did, yeah. original dubs. Just because really it's good. just corny and raunchy. A lot of mm-hmm. potty mouths. Uh, what was I just thinking? Oh, Demolition Man. My man. You guys know it. The guy that forgot to pay his taxes. Wesley Snipes. Demolition Man. It's like a '90s movie. Oh, <laughs> big, jacked black dude from the past, cryogenically frozen, awoken in the future, and he's got blonde hair in the same shape as Maine. Oh, like, damn! Oh, shit, is that a little Demolition Man like <gasps> that, that reference right be. there? That probably was. Yeah. Sylvester Stallone's in that movie when they're talking about how to wipe your ass with the seashells. If anybody, yeah. if that recalls anybody. <laughs> Like, how do I use the seashells? I feel like Trigger does that a lot, though. They'll, like, pick some, like, old American, like, obscure movie and then go, let's reference this character right here. Yeah, like cool uh, like what they did with uh, Ryoko and Kill a Kill. They're like, people like Shadow the Hedgehog, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, that Trigger as well. Studio Trigger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So uh, that's my favorite. I, I actually, um, uh, one of my coworkers... Literally, same exact blonde haircut, Wesley yeah. Snipes, from Demolition Man. Dude, with like with Trigger and stuff, I actually got my uh, my coworker to um, uh, watch Kill a Kill. Like uh, when wow, when we first started um, working together, it's basically his first anime that he's ever completed. What a fucking fool! Yeah, whoa. And then um, <laughs> so I was telling him about this uh, uh, this anime, and he literally like binged the entire thing yesterday. And he really liked it, and now he wants to, like, buy the game. He's like, I want more. <laughs> Dude, to be honest, I should have mentioned this in the jump. If you like this anime, you gotta watch Akudama Drive. You gotta. I still really need to, man. Like, personally, like, that it, it, beautiful-looking anime. Yeah, seriously. The aesthetic, mm-hmm. like, that always gets me. So I'm surprised I haven't watched it yet. It's got that Dog and Rampa art, too, so. Which is amazing artwork, too. Hell yeah. Even got the blessing from the creator himself. Tweeted it out on his own. So yeah, we got a sick little... So this is like... The good gang compared to all the other gangs. Because I know they're all hired and uh, like mercenaried out 
to these big corporations that really run this whole entire world. Yep. But the one that we're placed in with our boy David is like kind of like the one that has a little bit of heart, maybe. Yeah, yeah. it was actually um, that's actually brought up because um, uh, Maine likes to keep his because uh, he's like kind of leader, and uh, they're talking about how he likes to keep like work and his group like separated because he actually cares about his teammates. Whereas everyone else are all basically just like psychopaths that just kind of like want to kill people and get money for it or hold people like hostage and stuff and demand money. Like they're all unhinged. Meanwhile, this guy's actually trying to do some like good work. Shady, but good work. Yeah, I like that a lot. Yeah, it's it's um honorable in a way. Yeah. But like when you first meet him, you... They kind of want you to hate him because right from the jump, he's he's like, I'm going to rip this thing out of your spine. Yeah, let's let's rewind like real quick. Okay. That was all due Rudy to your, uh, that was, that was due to your, your best girl there setting him up. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, she wouldn't have set me up. <laughs> no, she just pulled it out her damn self. Well, she would have been on the bench, so. Nobody would have known. <laughs> yeah, like all best girls on listen, Spades' bench. Listen, if she would have taken me to the moon <laughs> on a VR trip, she wouldn't be on the bench. Y'all wouldn't see me. Fly <laughs> me to the moon. Spades is like on a unicorn flying to the moon, yes. and in real life, it's like a machine. He's trying to light a noop on the moon, but you can't light fires. He's just sweating. He's been there for two days. <laughs> Basically comatose in his own fantasy. There's Dean Martin playing in his head. <laughs> Foam coming out of his mouth. <laughs> yeah, so we in that in that whole transition, we meet we meet like the main members of the group. Um we got Maine, we got Lucy, who we find out is setting David up, and then we get um ah, shit, what's what's the dude with the hands? Pilar. Pilar and Dorio too. Yeah. They and they're all just like, all right. Well, uh, David's mom is the one that was Maine's contact to get the San Devastan. That's why she took it out of the guy who went cyber psycho, and that's why Maine didn't kill him on the spot. So Maine's mom was actually on some like black op shit. No, yeah, I mean I'm sorry, David's, David's mom. mom. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. She was she was like a cyber pusher. Like she would clean up cyber psycho incidents and then sell these pieces off to Maine and his crew. Mm, one of them good dirty cops. Probably other people, too. Oh, probably. But and I feel like Maine pays the best. I mean, you see it in the show, too. Like, you do Maine some work, and he pays you good. Everyone gets a fair share. That's mm. how I roll. It's like training day. I, bro, I would love to get trained by May. My beta! Uh-oh. <laughs> that's, that's a quote from training day. I, I never saw it. What? <laughs> Canceled. <laughs> you never saw it? No. Uh, no, I don't watch third dimensional stuff. Continue, sirs. Uh, valiant sirs. But, um, so yeah, they find out that David's got it. Lucy sets him up. Main, during their, like, little, like, uh, brain dance trip on the moon, you, like, David gets this message, you fell over the edge, punk. And he wakes up to this gargantuan with sunglasses, punching him square in the face and then he's just held upside down he's like rip it out of his back right now they're talking about it and david's like 
Am I in uh, one of those VR sessions, or, or is this real life? Oh, it's real life now. <laughs> no, but I'm um, sure he's spooked. Oh, he snaps out of it real quick. Yeah. Um, well, eventually, they're that? like, you can't even use this thing. He goes, I did it eight times. And they're like, that's bullshit. Your tiny ass body would fry. And Lucy even's like, no, I watched. I saw him do it. And then he's like, yeah, watch this. And he goes and grabs a cigarette. Shows them and then does it again and puts it back in the guy's mouth. He's like, now nah, that's 10. So they're like, oh, okay, so you, you're kind of serious shit, kid. And he goes, look, I'll work for you to pay it off. Just please let me keep this. And that's how he gets in the crew. What's his motivation for keeping it? Uh, he feels powerful. He, okay. he said, he, I'm sorry, he, to quote, he says mission. it feels right. Yeah. Oh, I see. Destiny. Later something. on in the show, too, he even says, I feel better in metal than my own body. Like he's like almost Same. fully cybernetic at a certain point. Yeah, after the little time skip there. Yeah. Now, mind you, he's also he also fired it up ten times without the proper like medicine to keep himself like stable. Yeah. yeah. If you're if you're like um, if you got like a lot of like heavy chrome modifications, uh, you need some stabilizers to keep your brain in check, basically, so you don't get sick. Yeah, probably suckle the iron out of your blood, shit like that. Oh, stuff. I'm sure it does a lot of bad stuff. He needs to take his iodine pills. Like, like, yeah, more or less. <laughs> so he doesn't get radiation poisoning in his yeah, fucking yeah. gallbladder? Same thing, yeah. No, he got that cybered out, too. Did, probably eventually. Yeah. Little side note, it'll be quick, but I just feel like all this cyberpunk, futuristic type uh, media. I would mention Demolition Man, you know, Cyberpunk 2077 going back to the 1980s. I feel like, the, you know, we're in 2022 now. It's becoming more and more, uh, you know, we're talking about the Elon Musk Neuralink. We're talking about VR stuff that's actually happening. It's just becoming more relatable. and More realistic. It's, it's going to re- resonate with us, the people, it's more and more. I, I'm curious as if we're going to see a lot more of this uh, future tech, future drugs, uh, dystopian uh, routes that the the overruling powers of the world can can possibly take type stuff i feel like it's just gonna we're gonna see more of it it's gonna become make more sense to us it's kind of like now we're able to make jokes about it and shit cyber cyberpunks uh becoming real slowly but surely 55 years guys 55 years we'll do it we'll do it i'm gonna absolutely chrome out my dick you guys will be on the streets doing like cyber stuff i'll just be in fucking sword art online <laughs> which <laughs> Is butter. there is there is a guy that made this uh, Sword Art Online headset, and it's got three prongs. It locks to your head. If you die in the game, the fucking prongs shoot into your brain, so you die in real life. Damn, that's probably expensive. It's it, no, the <laughs> guy, like it's not. The expensive. guy will. The guy openly admitted he's not gonna sell them because he doesn't want to try it out himself, because he doesn't want to die. Yeah, so I would imagine. Wow, imagine being such a fucking puss. <laughs> imagine bo- like creating a fucking suicide machine and then not wanting to use it. Stupid. <laughs> probably. Yeah, that that guy should probably just go to jail. Yeah, right now. probably a skill issue. Really. I wonder if you like get a credit card and get it and then just die. <laughs> 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 Don't pay shit. Um. Uh, but cyberpunk. That's uh, that's an anime that ended. No, I'm just kidding, <laughs> but I would say, uh, do we get like a proper big bad in this, or is it like more ambiguous? Uh, your big bad is like stated very early on in episode one. It's the corporations. 
It's not a singular person. It's it's how corporate took over the whole world, and they could do whatever the hell they want because they owned the money. Yeah, because it's like there's like two big corporations that are constantly trying to fight for for the newest tech. Uh, so that's where Maine and his crew come in because he's hired from one corporation to steal shit from the other corporation. That's that's a big thing we we kind of fucked up on. We left that out. We just didn't get there. We're yeah, it's we're the perfect yeah. time to mention that. Yeah. Oh, all right. Cool. Yeah, I mean, we we just uh, you know we just finished up talking about how um, David got indoctrinated into the crew. Yeah, I mean, Apple and Google, I take, I send Google all my old iPods and shit, because... Yeah, <laughs> smart move. What? <laughs> Just fuck the ops, dude. Yeah, dude, absolutely fuck Arasaka, Militech all the way. Militech all the way. But, so David David joins the crew, we meet everyone, yada yada, all that happy horse shit, and he's like that typical new hire. He's like... He's the rookie. I just want to work. I want to work. I want to learn more. Because, like, the first job that they did was a, was kind of a super success. But it wasn't at the same time because he fucking dropped the ball. It was a super something. <laughs> yeah, that was um, that was a fun little car ride. It was his first time driving, right? Yeah. First <laughs> yeah. time driving, first time using, using actual fucking shit. Actual shit. All right, we're going, shit. we're going Amber Heard again? Yeah. No, like he, he, I remember one scene too. He like he was so scared while driving, he just straight crapped his pants. And to get rid of a few people chasing him, he threw them out the window. <laughs> ah, yeah, it was it was a really cool scene. Technique. I was like, honestly, that's brilliant. I would be doing the same thing. So we have psychological trauma. We have um, shock, a lot of shock, and we have a lot of um, high stakes and stuff like that. Yeah. Gore. Do we have any uh, comedy? beats at all going on in this oh yeah anime. there's there's quite a few little like laughs and stuff here and there fuck yeah it hits all the notes that i wanted at least so um i, w- I wouldn't like straight up consider it like a comedy or anything not but at all i'm just curious but if it's, there's, there's a lot of anime that just have none in it and some are able to pull off a little bit of a comic reliefs yeah i mean there, there's a little bit some of the lines are like delivered really funny if like you know it's like some kind of a uh, uh, like retort or something, and it'll like, just make you chuckle. Like Marvel movie type comedy, um, but not better. better. Yeah, but not like so like cringe. Yeah, <laughs> no, Becca, Becca's the oh, queen Be- of yeah, that. Becca's funny. She's like she's got the funniest lines in the whole show, and it's usually just her and her bad mouth just telling people about Screeching themselves, reaching and shooting. Yeah. Um. It's, it's, it's now that we're introduced to the crew, Spades. Pink alone in his room, just screeching and shooting. I mean, well, when you put it like that, you could uh, take the webcam out of my wall now. Yeah, I mean, it's it's basically it's basically female Pink, except you know, your sister exists, so it's basically your sister. Female Pink, yeah, yeah, yeah. but she's blue. Yeah. yeah, so we call her Green. Green Menace. It makes so much sense, man. She's a little goblin. Yo, her eyes creep me out, though. I fucking think her eyes are so <laughs> cool looking. The only eyes that I thought were cooler looking in the show is one of Faraday's bodyguards has, like, actual, like, spider compound eyes. I thought that was dope as hell. And all these things are Sanduskies? No, no. they're all just different types of implants. The Sandevistan. Yeah. 
Sandusky. Sandusky yeah. was a, a coach. Uh, oh, I know. At, at Penn State, that yeah. Yeah, yeah, we we know about the implant that touched other people. It was a good time, <laughs> but yeah, I'm, so like I'm thinking like in the future it's gonna be a lot more like body mods. Everybody has tattoos now, more piercings and stuff like that. You're starting to see some weird stuff too out there. Yo, Shit. not even joking. Like this is this is like pretty crazy. Sorry, like just it might That's be right. a little off topic, but um, uh, my one my one coworker actually has like. You know how you can scan like QR codes and shit on on like um you know like whatever like billboards yeah everything Through basically Twitch, yeah yeah so this dude has his fucking Twitch like ID like scanner implanted in between like like the the meat of his hand here like in between his thumb and index finger he actually has an implant he's like no come here bro like scan it with your phone just pull your phone out and I scan it and it pulled up his Twitch thing and he said he had to go to like PA to get it done. Because, like, they inject, like, a little needle or something in his skin with, like, the the reader data. Yeah. And he said that the dude who actually did it had magnets, in like, in his fingertips. Oh, for surgical, for special little surgical Um, Basically, he said that all he does is, like, a little bar trick where he can, like, move a paper clip from under the, like, table or something dumb like that. <laughs> it's really good for prostate exams. Yeah. Oh, no. It's like cleaning fish tanks with the double magnets. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I'm cleaning my prostate. So we're we're on our way to like those kind of mods, man. Yeah, we can get the TAP like QR code logo like right on the your lower back, so when they're hitting it from behind, they can like, <laughs> they can scan. They can pull up some isekai, some hot fire trash. <laughs> Straight. Mine's mine's strictly gonna be Spades top twenty. <laughs> you can link it to whatever podcast you want. It's your payment for getting it done. We'll pay for it. <laughs> You gotta find space and fight him first, though. <laughs> Good luck. Yeah, who, who needs that? He's uh, right here. I'll fight him right now for the people. Yeah. So anyone who wants, um, like a QR tramp stamp, let us know. We'll Ooh, fund it. That has a nice ring to it. <laughs> yeah. But so this Becca girl, I was curious. I'm thinking, like, is is it just body mods? Like her eyes are weird and her skin, or is it from I, the Sandaruskis? Well, she doesn't. Uh, only only David and um. Uh, Adam Smasher have San Devastan. Okay, it's just um, like cyberpunk aesthetic shit. Yeah, I, I mean it's probably it's it's probably definitely some kind of augmentation. Um, her eyes are definitely not normal, and her skin isn't either. And she's also got like some of the lines on her face, so that might imply that like her her skin might be a shell. Like I I think you freaky and I like you a lot. Yeah, 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 very much. Like just like Yolandi. Yolandi. I'm, what I'm getting at is pink. Might be might be some girls willing to f- follow through with the procedures very similar to that, and we might be able to get our own very like IRL Becca. Um, Twenty years, uh, unfortunately, like I mods like that typically cause a lot of health problems. You yeah. typically don't have eyes for too long after you do stuff like that. Even like implants and shit. Like if you lose an eye and you get like a cadaver's eye or something, like the eye is usually rejected from the body and. It's not not a good time, unfortunately. But maybe we'll we'll figure something out in the future. Yeah, just contact lenses. Yeah, just go with that. Although those those full eye contacts are pretty scary to me. Hell yeah! It takes me like two hours to get one in. Did did you did you put full eye contacts? And I can't remember. Yeah, it only took four hours. It's a long time. Just sweating in a parking garage in Georgia, just put in by myself, <laughs> like how, trying to put 
contacts in. How uncomfortable? They were full eye though, right? No. Okay. Okay. They were monkey cute shotting gun. Right. I I I remember that, but I couldn't remember if like it made the white of your eyes black. No, no, it just made me fuck a bunch of shinobi bitches. <laughs> That's so cool. <laughs> Where did you get them? At the slave market. Ah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> at he, the at the merchandise, he spot. got them from his dying best friend. It was a it was a parting gift. Fucking future gang battles. Uh, no, they don't look fun. Honestly, they don't look fun at all. They look really messy. You see quite a few of them in the show too, and they're all just really bad. Oh, I hate to be on a cleanup crew in the future. Oh, I'd love that. That'd be easy money, but um, no. At the, at the same time, that makes me think of it with the anime. Um, you know how like a lot of anime typically have really drawn out, intricate fights and stuff. And it's like oh, like like you know, you look at like Naruto or DBZ, and it's like they're fighting for episodes. And this is just like oh, we're in a little scuffle, and they just fucking blow people's heads off like instantly. It's nuts. Like it is very very fast action pace. Like like you're in and out. I like that satisfying. Because you, you're anticipating a a very trope-heavy, as far as when it comes to battle anime. Like, yeah. Your turn to make a move. You're going to talk. I'm going to give you time to have your speech. I'm going to pull this out of my ass. But no, it's like, eh, you're dead. Yeah, these guys have like, you know, like one to five HP max, you know, like yeah. they can only take like a couple hits. And I, I mean, it's like real life, you know, like you get a shot, you're dead. Mm-hmm. I think the best fight in the whole show uh, it, the, and it was also one of the longer ones too. Was, do you guys remember that one big guy who had like one eye and a hammer? And then David ran up to him with the sand yes, stand, and then yes. he activated his own and swung down. David just does a flip over top of him and like pulls a cannon out of his arm and just blows his head off. I really liked how they showed it in slow time, and then they like showed it in real time for like everyone else in the room, and it was just like done it was so cool that was so cool because like you get to watch it like and since it's san devastan time they both got to talk a little too Ah. like it got that anime like haha you missed now you die type deal so so san anime would you say it had quite a few uh unique like cinematography techniques like that hell yeah yeah yeah. they really nailed it with that directing shit they did a really good job with the effects um i think one of the other fights i liked that lasted a while was um I forgot his name. Becca's brother. Oh, Pilar, the when uh, with the with the guy in the alleyway pissing. Yup, that, that was fight a was, really good fight. That was horrid. That was like your first like introduction to like a real cyber psycho. Like the dude's mind was like gone. It was just like some dude like pissing off of a um, uh, shipping if, container. If, yes, yeah. thank you. Yeah, yeah, like a shipping crate, and like Pilar's just kind of giving him shit, and then like. Things go down, and it was just very well, like... Was it piss drinking? No. All right, I just thought you meant things went down, but... Oh, no, no, just the the, um, choreography with the fighting, and that was really well done. (sighs) What a waste. I mean, it it was a little bit. No, 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 I I wasn't... uh, I was going to say, Pilar and Rebecca are, like, pink, two sides of a coin, but still a menace. (laughs) What? (laughs) Oh. Because Pilar jumped up on the shipping container and he's like, stop pissing in our fucking alleyway. 
This is our turf. Our turf. <laughs> our turf. Yeah. And then he's like, yo, you chromed out your dick. That must have hurt. Wow. That shit was funny. And then uh, he gets his fucking brains blown out. And then the first person to respond was Rebecca. Yeah, Becca goes ape shit. She just She's, loses her shit, grabs other people's guns. And that was my brother to shit. kill, not you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, her brother got killed. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, wow. yeah Pilar got but, his but she's like, that was my brother to kill. Oh, she, oh, wow. Yeah. So like, just picture picture pink, long and lanky with big ass hands, and his sister. <laughs> that's that's Pilar and uh, Rebecca. That's the vibe. Chromed yeah. out cock, bro. I'd chrome my <laughs> shit out. That'd be fucking dope. Bury me with my chromed out cock. In my no, man. Hand. But you, you see this kid like getting his implants, man. Could you imagine <gasps> them doing that to your wiener? Oh. I don't know how. Those uh, dip it in there, like no, no, no. no like, they, like, they rip. He, Ripper Doc, like when he gets the sand devastan okay. put in, he Ripper has him guy. like lay face down on a table, and there's a metal hey, bar you bite, you bite onto. because there's like there doesn't seem to be any fucking anesthetics or anything. I was thinking that earlier. I'm like, we're in the future. There's tech everywhere. Uh, but the deaths and the pain uh, it's become Very. less humane. Yes. Yeah, I, I think it's just because he's like, I'm, I'm sure that there's more like official augmentation shops I that see. probably do things like better. But this is like it's a back alley doctor kind of guy. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, okay, man, lay down on the table and bite the bar. And he's just like, dude, he is in pain. And... Uh, just like pulls out his spine and puts the metal one in because mm-hmm. the the sand devastan is basically just like a, a spinal like replacement yeah i see kind of yeah iron-blooded orphans gundam they did a little spine thing yeah so really did, yeah, yeah they did the gundams and it was a risky sketchy procedure yeah mm-hmm. man they should have just done it like darling and the franks that was a much more easy way to control mechs yeah yeah it was <laughs> that's how i was thinking the future it's like the non-apocalypse dystopian future where it's like very submissive, subdued, and uh, medicated society. Kind of like Darwin in the Franks where everybody was like all like... Well, that's how a lot of people are. Oh man, that's still like another thing though like where it's like the corporation in charge and similar similar theme. Yeah, because if you got money, you can afford the higher health care. Because there's there's specific crews that go around and like, oh, this person's not a policy holder, so we're just gonna let them die. Mm. Yeah, humanity went out the window yeah. and corporation took over. If it's not if it's not money, it's not right. No, I mm-hmm. like that. It's it's very healthy to highlight the how extre- toxic that is and how realistic that's gonna become. Yeah, yeah. the like, extreme consequences if we keep following in this like irreversible momentum of capitalism if that's where we're at well that's uh that's how david's mom dies like they get into a car crash like gang related car crash had nothing to do with her but she just got caught up in it and she got ejected from the car and david's like like stuck like locked in the seatbelt, and he's like half awake and he sees like the emergency crew run over and they're like Oh, she doesn't have health insurance. All right, let's just get out of here. And they just walk away. Yeah, that was like one of the biggest points in the show because that comes up later too. Comes up a few times, actually. That was redeeming about Akudama Drive, how they really stuck it to that to that brutal consequence like yeah it really had it was fulfilling at the end when they're like, Yeah, fuck you, you do this to us. Mm Mm-hmm. All the people team oh man, it's it's fucking sweet. All the people fucking 
we're together, we're a fucking human race. And then the fucking anime speech, probably. Is there any sick anime speeches in this one? Yeah, actually, uh, it's it's when Maine actually goes cyber psycho. Oh, he starts. Oh, shit. Is that, that like yeah. a crescendo, like at the end climax type thing? No, that that's was like, like episode mid-season. six. Oh, so is he like one of them like hero characters that dies, and the main character has to like avenge them at the end? Oh, uh, like, David like, takes, like his, takes place. his place. Yeah, oh, David takes his place. Dope. Like it was beautiful, but like sad at the I same was time. So like, sad. I, I was. I was very emotionally hurt at that point. And like a, a foreshadowy moment is Maine mm. and David are sitting at like a picnic table outside under an umbrella in the sun and they're fucking injecting themselves with it. Uh, Suppressants. Like, yeah, it's like yeah. a suppressant. Okay. Because like now David's starting to like chrome shit up. He he got lungs. He's got the Sandeva stand. Like we don't know at this point what else he has and uh, fucking he, he looks at... Uh, Maine. Maine. I don't know why that just <laughs> left my fucking mind so fast. He looks Be at Maine way. and Maine's like, here's a gun. This is just just in case. And Dave's like David goes, I, I don't want to use it. And he kind of like looks over at Maine, who's got these big ass fucking brawlic cybernetic arms. And Maine's like, Well, if I zero out, these are yours. So yeah. it kind of like foreshadows the moment that was, of that, yeah. That was after Pilar died because he was like, "Here, you can have these, no charge." Yeah, because P- Pilaf, Pilaf, Pilar, Pilar, like just got these like new fancy like golden like crazy Mega hands, techie gloves. They're mm. super fast. Oh shit! And All right, they were gonna give those though. to Dave, and he's like, "Yeah, I don't want them. I'm not a techie." And Maine goes, "Well, what the hell do you want? You got your eyes on something else, kid?" Oh, I'm sick. Um, I actually want, I think one of my favorite quotes in the show came from Maine too. It was, uh, when he slid David the gun at the picnic table, he's like, when you leave your house, there's three things you got to check for every day. Your wallet, your cock sock, and your gun. Your what? Your cock sock, like a condom. Oh, okay. And I was just like, honestly, that's probably the best advice you could (laughs) give someone. Fuck your phone. You don't need that. You gotta, you gotta make sure you got them other three things though. Are you showing me a picture of who? That's Pilar. Oh, okay. He's got a mohawk, you tiny guy. Oh, he's not tiny. He's uh, just really that, thin. That's just the he's junk rat. picture. Junk rat. Yeah, he's yeah. very junk rat bodied. Reminds me of a baseball fire guy from Black Clover, too. Oh, yeah. Um, Magna. Yeah. Magna. Yeah, yeah, I can see it. Well, um, I got to ask you, too, though. Who's, the f- who's your favorite character? Like, the character you were the most, like... It's it's funny because I w- I just want to get into a discussion about that as well because mine has not been brought up, but uh, yeah, yeah. How about spades first. Yeah, right before you get into that, I want to mention sure. uh, Tacked Up Destiny. We reviewed that heavily. Really reminds me of that as far as the sensei protege relationship between Maine and David. Reminds me of Tact and his sensei from Tact Top Destiny. Yeah, but imagine if Lenny was like eight foot tall, about a half ton of solid steel, and just like not a dick because he was good to his people, but he was just not the one to play games with. And instead of, you know, being some hot chad ass gay dude that we think Lenny is, no, Maine's out here climbing up the only he's the only one who could probably give it to dorio 
that behemoth of oh a woman, gosh. she ain't getting that from nothing else. Oh, Dorio's a whammon? Yeah. 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 I did not know that from the headshot. No, because she's like one of them <laughs> brawlic, like she full her, testosterone she woman. She's got her boobies out all the time, man. The, the, like a Game of Thrones, honey? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that's a very good, very good comparison. Yeah, even her voice actors are some BBW-ass honeys. Yeah, what were you saying, Vanilla? Yeah, the thing you wanted to talk about. Oh, I was uh, I was uh, asking Spades who his favorite was. I'm going to be completely honest with you. I don't necessarily have a favorite for this. Uh-huh. Because I just enjoyed it as a whole. Like, There's no one you gravitated towards? No, like... I, I know best girl. Yeah. Yeah, but like that's that's just like my opinion on it. The whole thing as a whole was just too good to be like, yeah, I like this person more. I was just invested from the first episode to the 10th. Right. Okay, that's fair. Me? If you want. I I like David. I really actually want to cosplay David bad. But my favorite characters were Maine and Becca. They are really good characters. Um, Say Faraday, I fucking dare you. Me? Oh, no, I hate that guy. But very similar, because my favorite was not a main character. Was not a party member. Is it Blue Nipples Girl? No, she's a party member, first of all. Yeah, she's their their, um, hacker. And uh, I thought she was a really cool character and stuff. I didn't at first, but later on, I'm just like, oh, you know what? Like, she's actually important. I love her aesthetic, too. (laughs) Kiwi could definitely get it. Uh, My favorite was actually um, Jimmy Kurosaki. Oh, you fucking would like Kurosaki. If I was in that world, that's who I want to be. Like, he was just such a cool character, man. Like, he was, like, stringing together those weird illegal BDs and then, like, selling them. And he was basically a fucking, like, untouchable, like, like, underground dude. Yeah. And like that that one scene where like they try to like nab him in the parking lot and he just sets off that EMP to just like down everybody. I'm just like, this guy is so smart. Like that's like camera on the back of his head, everything. Dude, like what a cool guy. I don't know. I just really liked him. And he wasn't like too too much of a scumbag either for like his kind of character. No. He had a um, Crollo Lucifer type character design too. Yeah, he Hunter did. Hunter. What's remember uh, the leader of the fam troop? From Hunter Hunter. Black coat with the fur on the hood. He had the black slick slick black, black hair. Why can't I remember? I was thinking of um the one kid's brother. Um the the little white haired boy's brother. Wait, from what show? Hunter Hunter, Gon's friend. Oh Kilua. Kilua's You're thinking brother? of Illumi. Illumi. Yeah, yeah. Sim- similar, but he's yeah. Very much like Crollo. That archetype. I'm oh, just curious. Oh, if... oh, the 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 guy that Zoidy has like figures of. He's got the cross on yeah. his head. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I don't even remember that guy in the anime. This guy even has a center headdress on his face. Yeah, yeah like he does. A metal yeah. piece that covers his nose too. Uh, it's funny that you mentioned that EMP thing because I was thinking about that the other day. I'm like, it was really weird because I forgot who else was in the car, but Kiwi got it the worst out of everyone. She was far. Main got dropped, and David got beat up bad, too. But whoever was in the car with Kiwi didn't hit that bad, and David didn't get that bad, but 
Kiwi and Maine are like almost they they have the most like tech in them. So I Who's in the car with Kiwi? Was it um uh uh, uh Falco? I think no, it, was, it was Maine's uh, girl. That's right. It was Dorio. Oh, right, and right. Dorio yeah. doesn't have that much cybernetics. She's just a giant Amazonian. Yeah, she she took it like a champ. Yeah. Uh, but Oh, so Maine's girl is Dorio? Yeah. yeah. Damn, so he really is like Vin Diesel, and she's like that butchy Michelle Rodriguez from Fast and Furious. Yeah, but if like you put Michelle Rodriguez in that Game of Thrones honey's body. Yeah. With a shotgun leg. <laughs> Yeah, Michelle Rodriguez got more testosterone than all of us combined. Should we tell Franny about what happens? Yeah, tell Do him. Do it. I'm ready. Do it. Um, when uh, um, Do it. When Main when Main starts losing his shit and uh, from all the chrome, um, he starts losing his mind, and he he it basically shows like what he's envisioning, and it's like him. Like running down, what's the whatever the desert area is like in the um, in the world? Like I guess he came from there before Night City, so it's like him younger. And he's like running down this road, and um, but he's like losing his mind, and they're on the job, and he just is like killing everybody. And Dorio is trying to stop him, and he ends up killing her. Hmm. Yeah. And then like. While while still in that weird trance thing, he like sets up like a, a pyre almost. You know how you would like a pyre to burn like a, a body. Mm-hmm. Basically, sets one up, but instead of like hay or or the grass or the wood or whatever, yeah. like that he's imagining, it's all explosives. Oh. So like, you know, David tries to like talk him out of it, tries to get him out of there, and he's like, "Nah, man." Like that was like one of the most heaviest like um, emotional impacts in the entire. Thing and it happens right before the time skip, mm-hmm. and like he's like, nah, man, like it's I'm over at the for end me. of my road, David. He's like, just get out of here, and he like blows up everything because there's like a bunch of the um Ma- Max Tack, uh, yeah, Max Tack. There's a bunch of the, like the psycho, the psycho squad there to like eliminate him, and he just takes out everyone. Yeah, Maine is no joke. So Maine's he's hallucinating, scared. destroying mm-hmm. his loved one, and he kind of can't help himself. But as he's addressing. You know, David, when he's trying to tell him to stop, he's kind of like halfway in his subconscious knows that he's kind of fucked, and he breaks through to tell David that shit. Kind of, that's exactly. really poetic. I kind of, I kind of got goosebumps. It was really sad he was too. Explaining that just now, it was because you was watch rough. him then shoot the pile of explosives, and David activates the sand devastan, so you get to see it all in slow time and just main start like getting blown apart. I was just thinking and that, you, it, uh, and like it's this really like unnerving feeling I get. I when I watch like someone screaming in something, but you don't hear anything. That awesome sy- directing cinematography. And, and David's right, just screaming watching the explosion. And right before like this is taking place, like it was um uh David and Lucy like got into the escape car and he's like, No, I gotta go back and she's like crying, like begging him not to go back because it's like a, a futile effort basically. So she's just like sitting in the car crying, waiting for him to come back and like he went calm silent on the phone and she's like, Oh man, like he's he's gone. And then he just zips back into the car seat and he's just clutching um Maine's arms. Because yeah. those are his now. And like it that they put so much detailing into his face and it just the way they drew it, it you you could just feel the pain. He was feeling. broken. Yeah. Like and he's not moving, he's like not even blinking, and then you just see like one tear just roll down. I was like, Oh, that's so sad. 
It was so sad. Very emotional point in the uh, anime. Uh, There's like two really big ones. I know I've been a, a critique of potentially great anime scenes where they hit miss the mark when it comes to timing or uh, the music played during that or the lack of sound and like you were just saying the lack of speech and it's what it sounds like is they, they just absolutely slayed it with this it was a masterpiece the, the soundtrack they used uh they i know they used songs from the game too and when they put those in at the times they did they were just really well placed so this was i'd imagine uh you know mid-show it's the setup to the finale the final like a uh, little arc the last few episodes yeah because you're saying there's a time skip after this and then i, I like imagine... literally the start of the next episode and these are the last few episodes um it's like halfway okay it's the halfway point yeah like episodes i think it's seven eight nine and ten are all in that like little right after a time skip damn dude I, a lot of what we praised about tacked off destiny is how they managed to present us this story within the short amount of episodes, and I feel like this is a uh, very similar how impressive very, it is. Very, very. They had to like kind of carve their own path to tell a story in the ten episode ONA, and uh, sounds like absolutely slated. Not even mentioning the unrivaled art by Studio Trigger. I really do wish that they gave it two more episodes. I've That's my biggest complaint about the whole show. Saw that in a few of these reviews as well. It just felt a little rushed towards the end. I feel like the end, yeah, it, it did because I was expecting one of those big trigger ending fight scenes. I wanted to ask you guys if it took that traditional. It did not. Uh, not left at, field trigger ending. Yeah. It had I, like I a thought, big fight, but it wasn't a regular trigger fight. Stuff happened. Stuff like big stuff definitely happened, but like it wasn't. Like that, that like usual trigger ending fight that we usually get where it goes like crazy off the walls or anything. Yeah, they color outside the lines. <laughs> yeah, no, it was still, it was still within, within reason and stuff, not too over the top or anything, but, um, I mean, crazy stuff definitely happened. Which is supposed to happen at the end. It was, it was mm -hmm. more like, um, it's more like episode eight of Gurren Lagan. Okay. I don't remember the episode, but I, I think I know what you're talking about. Everyone I remember the episode, episode because it was sad. it's the episode that I stopped. <laughs> I never finished it. Everyone remembers episode what a eight. fucking stand. Yeah, what the episode man. title was, uh, see you later, bud. <laughs> never again. I'm, right now, I'm, I'm trying to look up how Demolition Man ends, how Wesley Snipes dies, and see if, just, if I can find similarities. But in the meantime... Uh, are we, are we ready to talk about this time skip? I, I really, really fucking adore the time skip they did in Young Justice, the DC animation. Yo, that, that show that was, was so good. good. How did this I shit... That. I, don't, I don't know. It's probably unfair to so, compare, but... Slightly off topic, but did you know that they got like an extra two seasons? I've been hearing good things in I Echoes. haven't watched it, but I, I just noticed on HBO. Uh, yeah. I wonder when that is coming out. No, no, it is out. Oh, yeah, that's what I know. I, I'm just like, oh, I remember the show. It was really good. And I saw it has like, well, like six seasons now or something. I'm like, damn. When did that happen? Was that HBO, right? Or something like yeah, that. Yeah, HBO Max. Yeah, nailed it. All right, so how much older are they? 
they're I think it's within a year. Yeah, it, it actually doesn't specify or like say anything specific. But you know it's a time skip because now David puts himself in the position Maine used to have, like where he's setting up the jobs and he's like, all right, I need you, you, and you here. You're sitting in the background, Kiwi, get in the fucking car. You're remote hacking from outside. Take like, off your shirt. <laughs> yeah. Dude, actually, like, he, uh, you know, you, you can't really tell at first because he's still got his, like, his, you know, signature jacket on. But, like, the the fight that Pink was talking about earlier, the big guy with the hammer, he, like, rips his jacket off to, like, fight this guy. And then you, it's revealed that he's just huge now. Like, he chromed out his body, so he's, like, got this huge like muscular robotic bulk at this point and it's like whoa that's different i've never seen traps so large except for that giant 20 foot cut out of astolfo i printed out once oh but uh dude it was that's how you knew it was a time skip because like david's in charge he's calling the shots like he seems more like calm and leader active too but it was at that moment that you're like did i skip an episode what what what? I, it reminds me of I, what I'm hoping to see out of Tokyo Revengers season two, where uh, a dude has to like take over the leading role, something like that. Oh. Is season two out? Not yet. I didn't even watch the last four episodes of season one, so. Yeah, I don't um, think I finished it either, but I watched a lot. That, yeah. Lego just got like the super deluxe collector's edition he was showing off at us. Oh, that's cool. I miss that guy. Lego pizza. All right, so we in the time skip. So he's the leader of the leader of the penny and the chance. Yeah, so everything everything is completely changed. Lucy is being uh, seclusive, secluded, reclusive, reclusive, um, because the whole thing that ended up with Maine, she had to go into the deep dive. She found some information about David that wasn't public knowledge. This was the this was the board. The board, the guy on the board that was part of the school that David beat his kid up. That's why it's like a connection. Yeah, it actually goes pretty deep, too, because it's like, oh, this guy was trying to get David back into school. But it was because, like, um, whatever uh, corporation or something that he was involved in wanted to actually, like, experiment with David and use him as, like, a tool because he's got such a resistance to using his super like toxicating chrome devices and stuff like so it it, it runs pretty deep and they're then trying to groom him in school and he kind pretty, of yeah pretty much yeah they're trying to groom him uh but for different reasons than normal mm-hmm. and um if, yeah and then like what what was it like I, I wasn't sure if i was understanding correctly in like those last couple episodes about like when lucy did that deep dive after kiwi was out of commission what she found she what like deleted everything yeah so she fried his his like internal memory bank because it showed what they wanted to do with david so she fried that and that's the whole resuscitation thing and all that stupid shit with with him and main going cyber psycho all could have been avoided if they didn't resuscitate resuscitate him god damn bare necessities Dude, so when she keeps when she when she the sex is so good that you get your memory bank fried and you got to get resuscitated. Fuck yeah! No, this guy was like under the uh, ugly bastard category. Yeah. So especially you get, after they beat him up so bad. Memory bank bank fried, 
don't get resuscitated. But like the whole thing, like they were looking for something specific, and she said it it wasn't there and it was a trap. So I wasn't sure if like she deleted like what they were looking for as well. Yeah, I think I think she deleted everything that had to do with David because they wanted David to try out the EXO uh, armor. Right. Right. So she didn't want the connection being made to David. That's okay. why in the time skip, she's going around murdering people because oh, they're trying to dig okay. for the information. That I was wondering what she was doing. I, I honestly, like my interpretation of that was that she was, um, you know, her whole backstory thing about being like a child hacker slave thing. I thought she was going around finding people part of that like research facility and killing them. That's what I thought it was. I could see where you're going for for that, but the whole it all changed to David after the time skip. Okay. So like they were just trying to find David. That's why. All right, um, that was my misinterpretation because she didn't. She wasn't saying what she was doing. No, she didn't tell anyone. Not even David. Not even the viewers. Because it was it was hinted by um, what's the what's the dude's name that contracted Maine? Faraday. Yeah. Faraday. It was hinted by him. He was like, oh someone's going around stopping these people from getting information and then we find out it's lucy oh okay okay you guys know who faraday's voice actor is no you ever watch breaking bad yeah gus i don't know who gus is uh, sorry the, the giancarlo esposito he's that owner of polios locos yeah the black scary dude yeah the the, the guy who's the voice of every scary villain What's his actor's name again? Patrick Stites. Uh, Giancarlo. <laughs> oh, yeah. I He's got the perfect voice for the roles he plays, too. He's just... Oh, yeah, that guy. Yeah, that's that's Faraday. Oh, shit. Faraday bad guy? Yeah, yeah. Faraday's a piece of shit. He's, he's not even he's a bad guy. He's, he's just scum. I mean, he definitely seemed like a big villain for a while. But then you find out he's not even on the actual corporate board. He's just someone like corporate hires out to go talk to people in the slums. What was the term they called him? Um, Setter or something? I can't remember. It's not a pusher. But it was something close. Something like that. I can't remember. Je uh, spades? I'm trying trying to think. I think, I think it was Setter. Or something like that. Yeah, Giancarlo. Speaking of Jungle Book, he he, he did a character in Jungle Book. He did a Kalo, some wolf character. I never watched it. I didn't watch the live action Jungle Book either. But he was Ra's al Ghul and Batman. Speaking of bad oh, guys, wow. really now in Son of Batman, whatever the fuck that is. Oh, right? that's a that's a really good movie actually. He was racing that. Yeah, I mean every movie, every Batman with that motherfucking Dark Brotherhood, and it's pretty. Accurate, lore heavy. Honestly, shit. any any animated DC movie is pretty solid. Yeah, yeah. yeah he was take in, hints, Warner Brothers. He was in Maze Runner too. Another runner. <laughs> he was um, also a bad guy in Fall uh, Far Cry. I thought you were gonna say Fallout. No, I almost did, but I meant Far Cry. I had to look it up. Faraday was a fixer. There it is. That sounds sketchy as hell. Yeah, yeah he, he fixes up the jobs and does all like the dirty corp. What corporate wants to do, that's but like they can't pizza. have anyone that's hired by them do it, or else you know legal repercussions. Yeah, so, so he's they kind hire of like him. A, a in between man. 
Yeah. That um, sets up job, like shady jobs. Lego pizza. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's why I hired our friend Chase to downvote all of our competition. Oh, okay. <laughs> Wait, you hired him to do that? I've been doing that for free. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, fans out there, everybody, whatever podcast you've been listening to, put a condom in your ear and fuck what you're hearing because uh, they ain't shit for nothing. <laughs> fuck Go man. downvote them with me. I'll, I'll give you one kiss on the forehead for every downvote. <laughs> I yeah, stole well, chapstick enticing. from Zoidy, so we good to go. I'm paying people to listen to the podcast, too, but you guys knew that. <laughs> yeah, that's that's really like the new alpha male move. Not because I have to. Because you want to. How else is he going to get his cybernetic implants? Dude, he's going to bite the bar and I'm going to put he them has in. To, uh, he has to pay with views. <laughs> Make sure you scan the tramp stamp. <laughs> all right, so uh, all you baby daddies out there, pay child support. So, do we get a sad ending? Bro, Super the ending... Deeper. I, I every time I watch this show, I still get like gut wrenched at the ending. Oh, so it's kind of happy, huh? So, yeah. what we were just talking about <laughs> with Lucy, dude, not not lying. Like I just finished it up, um, like uh, Friday night, Saturday morning. I cried. Like we start your day. Not not good. not like full on super ugly crying like I do with uh, Final Fantasy X, but uh, I do like. As as everything was like going down at the very end, like just like that very melancholy scene, like I was just hearing. It was it was hard. Proper closure. No. So what happened? So remember that thing we were just talking no. about, where Lucy <laughs> is going off and killing all these Arasaka say, employees. Say that again. I'm sorry. Uh, that we were just talking about Lucy going off and like hacking all these Arasaka employees after the time skip because of information of about David. Yeah. And no, on deck tech is, is not working right now. She's, she's busy Becky. Yeah. And, um, so you they find out all of that, that like somebody's hacking these people and they go and try to just push this cyber skeleton anyway. So that absolute cock wink Faraday goes, I've got the perfect plan for this. And he does. He sets all this huge plan up where he hires David to go uh, like ruin a convoy that had this tech in it. They didn't know it was the cyber skeleton. He gets Kiwi to betray all of them, too, to help him with it. David puts himself in this thing, and it just becomes like, Going from base form Goku to like a Super Saiyan 2. He's just murking both these corporates. Like anything that comes near him. But he is losing his fucking mind. It is a rapid spiral downwards. As soon as he put it on. Reminds me of the ending of Akita. Even now I know. Yeah, very, it's a lot like that. To give you a visual Franny, Like this exoskeleton that he jumps into. He basically loses, like, all of his limbs. He's, like, a torso in this, like, weird mech machine. Berserk armor? Uh, no, no, no. It's remember, so much worse. Remember Aliens? Oh, okay. Remember Aliens? The end of the movie when Ripley gets in the giant suit? <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like that, <laughs> that but, like, but with you're just anime a torso. <sighs> with yeah. anti-gravity powers. Dude, it's got a ton of crazy... It, yeah. It's, it's OP as shit, and that's why nobody can control it. 
That is very emotional. So and to, to, oh, it doesn't even. No, nah, that's not, not even, even the part. It. So much sacrifice already. To put yes. to put the ending into like terms of hot fire trash anime, Akame got killed, but cybernetic. Forget how that ended exactly. I know it was that. I never. I've only seen Akame like the first fight. two episodes of Akame got killed, so I'm I'm off track. Oh, I mean, I just no, like you know, you you, you end the show with a lot less characters. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah that's yeah, exactly yeah. how it happened. Oh yeah. All right. So then like after Duncan he Rama. wears this, <laughs> so then after he go. wears the suit, they, he's like, "We got to go to Arasaka. They have Lucy there, because Faraday ends up like kidnapping her because they found out that she was one of the test subject employees or kids that they had long time ago who got away. So he brought her there. They go there. And during the whole way, they're just causing hell throughout the city. Just destruction on destruction. David's mind is going further and further south. David is now, like, basically a mindless, like, unstoppable killing machine at this point. And then he gets to there, sees Lucy. Adam Smasher shows up. And Adam Smasher is that BBEG. Like, he is that top dog, that big bad endgame motherfucker. And they have a really wild fight scene. And the whole time, too, like, you, you get, as you're watching David just lose his shit, you're watching his friends, too, like, really start to panic. Like, poor Becca. Oh. Becca had she, a thing for David the whole time, but just was like, whatever, I, I'm not the one for him. I know that. Let's go get her back. I'm not that guy. Yeah, there, there's a point in time where, like, he's just losing his mind and he can't, like, snap back to reality, and she just, like, gets super down depressed and she's like we gotta get him to lucy she's the only one who can maybe snap him out of this uh, yeah and the whole and she time, does the it's whole briefly. time he's in this this mech he's got fucking canisters of this anti-immunal oh, yeah that every second like what feels like a second he's getting stabbed by nine times the amount of immunoblockers just to keep them sane for two minutes. And they're supposed to last nine days. Yeah, each. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, Adam Smasher starts, like, going around, like, j- trying to kill David. But David's now, like, so powered up that he can keep up with this, like, legendary boogeyman and type deal. At, the, at, at this point in time, like, he came in contact with Lucy and she kind of snapped him out of his, like, psychosis. Scarlett Johansson, his ass. Yes, actually, that it's very much like that. And uh, it's good comparison. So David gets her to the rest of the crew, and then there's more gunfire going on, and Rebecca's like, "Yo, we're having a moment. Fuck you!" And she's shooting up at Adam Smasher, who's coming down out of the sky, and you know it's bad when they replay the same scene three times. (sighs) First in slow motion. Different perspectives. Different perspectives. Speeds. Rebecca is just a mangled puddle at the bottom of like... Not even. You don't even see her. There's a crater in the ground from him landing. And then when it finally shows her, like, dude, like, a fucking spike went through her body, like, basically half her face is gone. She's just torn apart. She's done. Becca, ectoplasm. Um, David gives, like, one final hurrah of a fight, tells Falco, like... Get her out of here. 
And then as he's fighting, they play like the song that's like kind of like the main theme of the show. Mm-hmm. The same song that they played on their date in the, on the moon, like all this stuff. And now it's just like in this perspective, it's just really sad. It doesn't seem like a happy, good song anymore. And Lucy's like, we got to go back. And Falco's like, nope. As, as a boss, he asked me to do one more thing. Split the reward money between the two of us. Get you the hell out of here. And you're like, you're watching all these like highlight, quote unquote, highlight reels of everything that's gone on in David's life mm. as Adam Smasher is just destroying him and stuff. And it gets to the point where like he can't even stand anymore. And Adam Smasher's like, well, if it's any consolation, this was at least fun. You'd make a great cyber. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's he like, like, he wanted to keep him like, he's like, oh, you can like, you mm-hmm. know. You would make a good construct. And David looks this man dead in the in his metallic face and goes, as if I give a shit, Choom. The most Chad ass, like, yeah, couldn't care less. Didn't ask. It's like, this is the care. end of my line. I don't give a shit anymore. <laughs> Just like his uh his old leader. Yeah. And um so then and he did something dope, I hope. No, he oh, died. Oh, oh, that's a nasty picture of her. Oh yeah, so you were showing him like the the exosuit uh no i know the picture don't even bring that near me i'll fucking fart and cry and uh so as that's all happening like they're driving away and as he kills david then it skips to like you see a spaceship like in moon's orbit looking at earth and lucy's looking out the window and then she just starts when it lands and stuff you see her on the moon like walking around the spacesuit and she gets, like, a flashback of, like, David on the moon when they had their little date. In, like, episode, what, like, one or two? Yeah, in, like, two, I think it yeah, was. Yeah, yeah. And then as, like, her little, like, flashback hallucination disappears, you just get this, like, really, like, odd camera angle of her, like, looking up towards the sun. And she just kind of raises her arms up like she's trying to get the warmth of it. And that's it. It's mm. it. it. And just she, looks, she looks very upset, too. She's broken. Yeah, that so really fucked her up. She spent that all that money, all that money all to go us. to the moon just to kill herself. Oh, I, she killed herself. No, it, it leaves it up for interpretation. It's but. very vague because it's like you could see it. Like, yeah, she raised her arms up to like feel the warmth of the sun through the suit, or she might just uh, pop that helmet off because she ain't got shit anymore. Mm. I'd like to see like in the next cyberpunk spinoff episode. Eight, you just see like what happens to her after that moment, and then she. Dope. I think she's still alive on. They the might moon. just make her like if 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 they do make like another cyberpunk anime, she might just make a cameo or something. You know, yeah. like she might be like, "Oh yeah, I've been through this. I don't want any part of it anymore," and just like do her own thing. Lucy, it's a very omnipotent name. Is it? <laughs> yeah, it must be the Scarlett Johansson movie where she like accesses 100% of her brain. Oh, shit, right. Yeah, I, yeah, I yeah, can yeah. see Lucy being like uh, some sort of Morgana from Halo. or Morgana from Halo. Yeah, just like uh, I'm in the system, in your head, giving you all the information. Like yeah, that was it. I was like, wait a minute, that's... Was it? What was that? Cortana. Cortana. Cor- Morgana. What is that from? Morgana, um, League of Legends, Persona 5. Uh, uh, they kept thinking D- Dragon Age. Dot Hack Morgana, if there was There's a Morgana in Dot Hack, Man. too. That I did not know. It took, it took you saying it to, like, trigger the memory, but yeah. 
Well, yeah, so there, there's your sad ending, like, and it, trust me, it doesn't feel the way it does when I explain it. It doesn't feel good. But when you watch the whole show, and then you get attached to these characters, and you just see all of that unfold like that, you, it doesn't feel good. It feels really shitty. It's an emotional, poetic tragedy. Dude, like, one, yeah. of, the, one of the whole main themes of the entire show that, like, kept getting brought up between Lucy and David was that they wanted to take a trip to the moon together. She always, Which is a feasible thing. She always wanted to go, and David go was one him. of those type of people who never had his own goals. He kept going to school because his mom wanted him to go to school. He took over the gang because Maine would have wanted him to. But his actual dream was to have Lucy see out her goal. Hmm. So it was just so like really like yeah. heart-wrenching melancholy when she got there. And it's not what she wanted anymore. Yeah, she the, wanted him there. Yep. Just a naturally overarching, like, ro- very true, wholesome romance story. Just yeah, just so not shoehorned in. And they like did a really good spin on the like manic pixie dream girl trope, where you'd think it's Lucy, but it was actually David the whole time. Wait, what? What is it? Uh, the manic pixie dream. Oh. Like you think it's Lucy. Oh. But no, it was really David. David was the one who came in and made everyone's lives better, mm. had no real ambitions of his own, no real wants. But he wanted to make everybody else's dreams and goals come true. Yeah. It's David like I, was the manic pixie dream boy. I finally found what I wanted to do. I found my my calling. I found I, I found my freedom and in turn that's actually choosing my own death to get what I want. I, I know a lot of uh, anime do that with their main characters yeah this is the first time i've ever seen it in trigger anime though uh, like main character wise main character mm-hmm. yeah that's fair that's fair i just i it's always the most impressive when anime do that they present one thing and then you walk away with like oh he was the manic pixie but you know shit like that casualty casualties then there's always the uh i mean they yeah i mean you know they were reincarnated but it still wasn't them them but then, you know, you also got the ending of Penny and Stocking. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you watch that, Franny? Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, did you I watch mean, Franny and Stocking? I, I have it's something to look forward to before I die. Bro. Like, I'll I can't that die with, until I watch I'll that. watch that with you. I'll watch that again and again. I, that's I will, so too, good. if you're up for it. Like, that's that's one of the anime, like, my, my, it is. It is my top anime that I could just keep watching over and over and not get tired of it. It's, I've been saving it for like when I'm hanging with my brother one night or anybody, really, because I'm not watching that by myself. I'd rather watch it with a friend. But Uh-oh. I just like need to hang out with friends. Your uh, your brother is like the male embodiment of stocking or uh, panty. Yeah, oh my wild. god! I mean, he, his favorite anime is Goku Dolls, Backstreet Girls. I've so actually never like heard of thing. that. So funny, actually. It's with the three Yakuza members. Uh, they're sent to death because they fuck up, and. Uh, they either have to die by their boss, or he's like, or you can get a sex change and become a pop idol <laughs> for me. Oh my god! So then they have like all these simp's like drooling over them, and they have to. Yeah, it's. it's, it's I've never heard of that. It's and really the, funny. You gotta watch it. The Yakuza boss like some daddy ass pimp who like they're scared of and they respect him and he protects them. It's hilarious. Because they still, when they do their inner monologues, they still have these like really cool thugging Yakuza voices. But the sex change is so legit that when they actually talk, they sound like pop idols. That's so funny. So yeah, it's right up there. But going back to like similar anime with 
this show, Cyberpunk, I'm thinking like the Akudama Drive creator, the Tangarapa creator, same guy. Like he really championed this on Twitter immediately. A lot of other people did, and it made me just think of the thing I love about anime, where all the where it creates these characters, where it reminds me of that saying like heroes get remembered, but legends never die. It, it creates a bunch of legends for us, like these characters, like Spades, you were saying, we end this anime with a lot less characters than we started but all these characters they get they're memorialized and i don't know you won't we, forget them when we end this short 10 episode anime yeah they're gonna be extremely like embedded in our shit when we look look back at this anime now i know after this anime came out that they did updates in the actual game too there's like voice clips you can find like things from people in the area where becca gets killed you can actually find her gun Oh, in like bushes, yeah. That's, you can find her shotgun crazy. in like bushes. It's fully confident that we could spend a whole anime podcast just pointing out the Easter eggs like that. I'm not, because I don't know shit about that game. Yeah, it would take playing the game or doing like a night's worth of research. Yeah, I do know that after the anime was dropped, um, the game got like millions of more copies sold. Uh-huh. Really? Yeah. yeah. That's like that's uh, lightens my heart because all that game got was shit on talking about embedded shit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it. Uh, I I got it day one and I couldn't get more than three hours into it. It was um, I had it on PC. I didn't have any weird glitches. It just wasn't captivating at all. At least from what I played. Yeah, I watched Damn. people struggle through that shit. I do want to give it an honest try after watching this anime, though. It done did it. It done did its job. Talk it about a, a, a cash grab, a cash grab anime. They're just dropping to market for a game, dude. That was like a huge marketing success. Yeah, it's usually you can see how hollow it is, mm-hmm. but this just does not seem like that's at all. It seems extremely full bodied. No, even like standalone. Even if there was no game, like this anime is just incredible yeah give me this type of game bait manga bait all day no it looks really fucking it it went from a game to where i like couldn't have cared less like you you could have paid me 50 dollars to go hate this game more and i would have went yeah totally i mean i couldn't but i'd lie and take the money (laughs) what about the ending theme did it roll in real fucking nice on that moon scene I know that's probably no, really hard to remember. No, it just, it it really just ended wasn't with a black nice. screen. It really wasn't nice. <laughs> it's crazy. It, so, it went from a song that, like, when you first hear it, it's them on the moon with their BD chip, like, having a good time. And you're like, wow, what a nice, lovely song. And then as it's playing again at the end, it was just like... It's like, oh, I'm dead I inside. I don't want to be here. It makes me really appreciate people's opinions when they uh, really enjoy those sad poetic endings mm-hmm. i'm like oh okay you know pain you you live a full life you know pain yeah i'll trust more of your recommendations that's good to hear because uh it's, it's always nice to meet someone who enjoys those really sad melancholy endings but they're poetic it's for a reason it's not just because uh i'm alone i want to feel it's, alone with it, someone yeah, else it's not like the writer was like haha i'm miserable so i want you all to be miserable no he had a story to tell mm-hmm. and he told it and he's making you feel it was really good. Like, I think I'll watch it again. Did I? I say that like Madoka Magic has a really good bittersweet ending. 
and it does. But this wasn't like bittersweet. It, it was just sad. It was just so sad. Like I was watching it before, like the last episode, and I was just still went. It's just fucking miserable. This is so. I don't like this. It's really cool. Akutama Drive focused heavily on the politics and the people and the economy a lot, especially in the end, in the finale. Mm-hmm. Um, that was like the big focus on the theme. And this show, like very, very similar setting and, and format, but it heavy focus on the characters and the relationships and their feelings and stuff like that and like that human part of it. That's really cool. Get like a... We're getting cyberpunky, dude. One uh, one thing I do want to like bring up is as I was watching it, I kind of I knew the ending like from just watching a little bit of it was going to be very sad and depressing. Uh, but there's a point where um, you know like everything went down with Maine. Right after that, where I I'm just like, you know, even even before the time skip, I thought, oh man, I hope that um, David doesn't go down like the same path where he gets cyber psychosis or whatever and as soon as i you know like post time skip he's all built and stuff he's in his apartment and you see his handshake like mains was before he uh went into cyber psychosis i instantly thought oh no this guy's gonna lose his shit kill lucy and himself Okay. That's how I thought it was gonna end. <laughs> so you set yourself up for a little bit of like, oh, okay, it wasn't that bad. <laughs> no, it was it was sad no matter which way you spun it. Yeah. But uh, in in this this ending, Lucy stayed alive. <laughs> and there there's a lot of like memorializing the dead because like David had the opportunity to get rid of the arm that Maine gave him, but he chose to say, nah, this one's fine. He could have got rid of. He could have downgraded a lot and just kept the the Sandy. Yeah. He uh no the Ripper Doc too was telling him he's like it was a bitch to try to cram this giant ass arm onto you. You could just you know scrap this, pocket the extra money, and still get something that would fit you better. And he's like, Nah, I like this. And then another another thing to point out is uh, Rebecca had Pilar's hands. Did she? I know she had bigger hands, but I didn't notice any gold hands. Because she spray painted them. Mm-hmm. She painted oh. them to, to go for herself. I but, didn't even notice that. I thought they were bigger and clunkier. I didn't realize. So she she memorialized her brother, even though she wanted to kill him. And then... Eh, sibling. The I, I think she said that more as like a, like a coping type thing. Yeah. Like if somebody came up and, you know, as you're telling people, stop pissing in the street and they blew your head off, I'd be like... Nah, fuck that. I was supposed to kill Spades. Are you kidding me? Horse shit. Come find me, motherfucker. You're sitting right here, stupid. <laughs> it wasn't for you. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's the people's little bonus quest. It was for you. This director, dude. What a fucking... What a list he's got. Let's see. Hiroyuki Ima... Imaishi. I'm a... Oh, man, dude, I'm losing it. But yo, he was the... <laughs> Head director of the Star Wars Visions. Did any of us check that out yet? I have not. Uh, I watched the first, like, maybe five episodes. He was the director of all of them? Yeah, like, yeah, the, the lead director on that one. I know that specific project had different staff on every episode. Correct. But I guess he was, yeah, the, the executive director of that ass. But, dude, check this out. Neon Genesis Evangelion. He did a, a lot of different things with that. Kill a Kill. 
Tengan Topa Gurren Lagan, Darwin and the Franks, Full Metal Alchemist, Samurai Champloo. So he's the trigger guy. The end of Ava. Yeah, Fooly Cooly, Hellsing, like, you know, Evangelion 2.0, just, uh, you know, Brand New Animals, yeah, Space Dandy, Little Witch Academia, Promare, like, all the trigger fucking all-star rosters, plus other all-star anime in general. This guy's, uh, he's got he's giant job. chromed out nuts. <laughs> <laughs> all, well, shit he spray painted them blue, too. Yeah, Lupin the Thirds, out the ass, all the key animation in Lupin and Thirds. Uh, I know there's that movie coming out for Lupin the Third. It looked really, really good for CGI. Is it Netflix? Uh, I don't know. Honestly, it was um, last time I it was like ever brought up to me was uh with Space Kook when we uh went over to visit him that one time. He brought it up, showed us the trailer, and I thought it looked amazing. Lupin the Third is like that uh. Fucking like the Simpsons thief of guy. Japanese kind of. What? No. Kujo talks it, about it. As far as popularity and longevity, I mean, like it's oh, been going oh, on for okay. a long time, and it's not. Yeah. Doesn't seem like it's going anywhere. All right, I see what you're saying. Kind of like a uh, detective Conan or whatever. I was. That's. I was about to say that. Yeah. Yeah, they're both uh, older anime that have been running for a very long time. So this director, man, he's. I don't know. He's been there, back there in the classics, making them happen. And to this day, he's dropping dynamic, you know, shit that, like, we weren't ready for. It's really pressing the envelope and, you know, pushing the other competition to do better. I don't know. This guy's uh, one of the real ones. My boy, uh, Hiroyuki. That's what we'll say. Yeah, no, he's definitely um, really good at what he does. All right, everyone. Spades just left the room, so uh, time to slander him with compliments. Yeah, I don't even think he had to take any Advil today. No, he didn't. I'm very proud of him. I'm proud of him, and I'm happy for his lover. Me too. Well, he's probably going to have to take some Tums with all that monster he's ingesting. Yeah, baby. He had to have some poor girl deliver some monsters to us through the parade. Yeah, like, it was such a pain to get here. Like, I had to go through, like, you know, well, that's five just different her... back streets. Nah, that's just Spades giving someone, like, a character development arc. Like, he straight up gave her a whole training filler episode today. If anything, she should thank him. Thanks Whenever for making I, me drive out of my way. When I deliver the monster, I always end up filling her, too. Oh! Ooh, I'm a sex haver. Oh, my God. You know what it is. Fucking breeder. Yeah, baby. I got BD chips galore. Bro, I, I can't even pretend that if, like, I did not live in the year 2077, that I would not, like, have fully just chromed out my whole body and then just attached a flashlight and a VR headset to my face. Oh, f- yeah, that's right. Do you need me to say it again? No. That's, thank you. I didn't want to. <laughs> I'm processing it. Mm, processing. Yeah, get better chrome, choom. I, I think I would get really chromed out and die. That I would, sounds like a rap song. I would get chromed <laughs> out, edge the fuck out of psychosis, and then go, wow, you know what? I was going to kill myself anyway. And then just do it. Yeah, when I edge to psychosis, I'm not going to work the next day. Hell no. Just try to take down a corporation with you. Yeah, so this director, he's a Gynax, like, dude. Like, Studio Trigger before it was Trigger. Yeah, I was going to say, Gynax is um, no longer 
a company, right? Yeah, it split up, and most of their like all stars went and formed Trigger. Uh, yeah. Short. Long story short, I think that was uh, Ava, like back in the day. Yeah, I think so, and that's what makes me think. Like, uh, we're seeing all these really cool uh, representations, little homages, or just ideas, inspirations from old classics, mm-hmm. and it makes a lot of sense coming from this guy. Like the the Akira stuff we were trying to compare it to, and all those great classics. Yeah, yeah. Just seeing someone fucking finesse the tropes so well. For real. They'd like, never naturally. disappoint me. Like, Skeleton Knight we just reviewed, like, this guy did a different type of finessing tropes where he just, like, oversaturates the fuck out of him and throws him in your face cleverly. But this is just how you naturally embed them in your anime like a professional seamstress. But this guy's a chromed-out testicle anime director <laughs> for Studio Trigger. This dude chromed out his nuts to be giant, titanium, and square-shaped. <laughs> Why square-shaped? So they clack better. Yeah. Oh, okay. So they can play Rubik's Cube with their mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Solve my riddle. Oh, my God. And, uh, how about nope, that? there it is. Now he's got to take the Advil. You done fucked up. Yeah, I mean, we're bet, bet they had a good amount of time. I guess we can wrap it up. As long as you guys have your house keys, your wallet, and your chrome cock sleeve or whatever it is. Nah, it's 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 your wallet. Cock sock. Your cock sock. Yeah. And your gun. And your gun. And your gun. Right, Spade? It's a gun? Yeah. Main said never caught lacking. Never get caught lacking. <laughs> Y'all are gonna be lacking soon because I'm about to fucking blow this place up. <laughs> Yo, I was just thinking too, I'm packing heat in my sphinx right now and y'all are just like only alive on my own goodwill. So remember guys, don't chrome the fuck out of yourself and we'll catch you next time, I guess. Yeah, don't be a choom. <laughs> yeah, dude, check up on your strong friends. Yeah. Only edge cyberpsychosis. Never get the O of it. <laughs> We're gonna chrome out the rest of the night and you hope you guys chrome out the rest of the week. We'll see you guys next time for Skeleton Night Episode 4. Aside dudes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he met episode 40. <laughs>